What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Post to Post podcast presented by Corona Premier. This week's episode is episode 105, and we are proud to announce that our new presenting sponsor is going to be Corona Premier, the official beer of the Post to Post podcast. Nice. Look at that. Yeah. Pretty swaggy, right? Coming Pretty up. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely an athletic beer, close to like, a, you know, I don't know, low-cal, low-carb kind of action. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Um, literally, tonight's the first night I'm having it, and uh, I don't know if... All my listeners and fans have realized how I drink, and it's not beer whatsoever. But these are like really good. These are like these are good for like anyone just like that wants uh, something smooth, something like really good. You know, not too hard. Like IPAs are too hard and stuff. But this is just like it's good. Yeah, it's not overpowering. Two point six grams of carbs, ninety calories. It's a great beer. I used to slam these after soccer, and you know what? It's gonna be the new beer for hockey too. I'm gonna start bringing these for the boys. Hell 12 yeah. packs to the locker room, get it going, get mm-hmm. it sending around, you yep. know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely great beer. We're very happy to have them be our presenting uh, sponsor and really looking forward to this new partnership. So. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, great so Corona Premier, right here for all you listeners. Mm-hmm. Pick it up at your local uh, liquor store. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on with you? Excited for Valentine's Day? You going to be swiping right? <sighs> swiping right, swiping left, you name it. <laughs> I, uh, no, I just, first year... And eight plus years that I didn't have to deal with the Valentine's Day, so it's gonna be like a little vacation. Ah, last year you you were you didn't have to do anything. I don't think it's been a while now. You were you've been, been out of Quincy for a long time. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. I've been out of yeah. commission for a while, buddy. Yeah, I've been busy with the podcast and everything. I don't have time for girls right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got cooties. That's and what shit. I like to hear. Yeah, <laughs> focus on the podcast. Focus, focus on, on the yourself. Podcast. Yep. Yeah, that's what's up. Yep. Uh, I don't want to get cooties either. So. Yeah. But. It is what it is. Then you get like one little cootie running around turning two years old soon, you know? <laughs> That's what happens. All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, there's like cooties everywhere. You yeah. Know? Yeah. They just start taking over. <laughs> you watch a Frozen 10 times yeah. in like one week. <laughs> haven't finished the entire thing. Oh, I, was boy. T- I was just telling you when I walked in, Frozen was on again, the Frozen 2. I'm like, I feel like I come here and just see it in parts, and I've never seen the whole thing. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I, I don't know how it ends either, neither does my daughter. We just put her down <laughs> to bed, like, hope you enjoyed that first half. You're going to bed now. See ya. She's like, bye. It's like my niece back in the day. She, like, Frozen 1 when that came out. I mean, it was huge, popular to begin with, but, man, I just, like, I knew all the songs, like, the back of my head. Remember you how you were complaining about the Wiggles being, like, your spot on your Spotify? Well, that was, like, me on, like, YouTube. I was, like, because constantly putting on Frozen songs, like, that's all I fucking got. So. Yeah. I know what it's like. Well, here we are. We're mm-hmm. back to another week of hockey. we got some big trades to go over. Uh, let's start it off small, though. The Seattle Kraken have acquired defenseman Jacob Megna from the San Jose Sharks in exchange for a conditional fourth-round pick in 2023. Mm-hmm. The conditions on the pick are that the Kraken currently have two 2023 fourth-round picks, theirs and Colorado's, and they have until June 15th to decide which one they're going to send to San Jose, presumably going to be whichever one is lower in the yeah. draft, I would think. Uh, Megna currently has one goal and 11 assists this season in the NHL, so... That's a small one there. Yeah, it's a trade to just, I guess, start everything off. Kind of like a, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't say a no-name, but pretty much a no-name. But Oh, yeah, he's, he's still getting up and running. He's, he's in the roster, at least, for a team like San Jose, you know? Yep, exactly. So, I don't know. Uh, good. It's it's more so good for, like, picks here. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. It'll be funny to actually kind of go by, uh, like, a year from now and see what these picks actually did. Because imagine if, like, we talk about this now, like, it's almost nothing. Like, later on, like, this pick right here just – drafted some star into the NHL next season and two seasons from now. Yeah, you never know. Never know. Uh, The New York Rangers had the big blockbuster trade of the season here. They've acquired forward Vladimir Tarasenko and defenseman Nico Mikola from the St. Louis Blues in exchange for forward Sammy Blay, who's going back to his former team, defenseman Hunter Skinner, 
a conditional 2023 first-round pick, a conditional 2024 fourth-round pick, and the Blues will also be retaining 50% of Tarasenko's salary. Nice. This was nuts. Big yeah. one. Uh, yeah, so in his first game as a Ranger, Tarasenko would score the opening goal in a 6-3 win over Seattle, so really getting shit started quick. Uh, Tarasenko not having a great year, though, but still producing with 11 goals and 19 assists this season, and that is compared to his 30-plus average of goals and assists um, that he's had in the past, what, five, six seasons that he's had. So I say I say not that great, but in reality it's not that great for him, I guess. Uh, Sammy Bly uh, spending some time with the Hartford Wolfpack and Rangers this season, back and forth, with only five assists in 40 games played with the Rangers. And then Hunter Skinner will be playing for the Springfield Thunderbirds. Uh, so that's the it's a big trade, more so, again, for like maybe picks and kind uh, of kind of – more so big for uh, Tarasenko here. I think uh, New York Rangers really stole with uh, Tarasenko right now. Yeah, I think they definitely you know gave enough back for it. I think it'll be nice for St. Louis to slot Sammy Bly right back into the lineup. Five game losing streak right now, three and seven in their last ten. Mm-hmm. I think this all kind of started coming about when Tarasenko like came out to the media and said like I wanted to be the captain. They didn't give it to me, kind of thing. Um, so I feel like tensions have been there for like, you know, a year and a half, two years now with this team. Mm-hmm. But like you said, he's, he's kind of underperforming a little bit. Um, 50% salary retention isn't great for the team. I don't think, but I mean, man, the New York Rangers are just going to be the New York Russians at this point. It's yeah. getting nuts, dude. <laughs> they had Panarin and Tarasenko on a, on a line scoring his first goal, you know, first day over there. The Russian um, line. you got Shesterkin backstopping in the net. Like yeah. it, it, they really are loading up on Russians and man, that power play unit is now looking very fierce up there mm-hmm. it uh russians man it's like it's all you need in the nhl right i remember i uh, talking about that with the bruins i remember i was trying to I can't remember who i had this conversation with but someone's like when's the last time a russian's been with the bruins and i was like oh my god i don't know like then i rallied sergey samson off from like back in the day but i don't think they've had anyone else beside then but if you look at any other team there's always like at least a handful plus of, like, Russians in there. And then you look at, like, the stats, you're like, holy shit, these are the guys that get shit going. So, I don't know, see uh, if they help out with the New York Rangers. But Tarasenko already looking fantastic for the Rangers. And uh, the Rangers needing some help here this season, too. Uh, I don't think they have been playing up to par that they have for the past uh, couple here. Am I wrong? I'm going to look at the division right now. Yeah, I don't know if we put it in here either, but... Um, oh, I'm a fucking liar. They're third in the Metro. I'm an idiot. One person that wasn't too happy with this trade was uh, Patrick Kane. We didn't put it in here just because it was, like, you know, a little side thing, but apparently he's been fighting a hip injury for, uh, you know, a season or two now, and when the news came down, he was like, you know, I was really looking forward to, like, trying to get over to that team and make mm-hmm. something happen, but yeah. I feel like the Rangers kind of knew, like, that's not an asset right now that's going to get us over the hump. They were looking more at, I think, a guy like Tarasenko is going to slot in really nicely with this team. Mm-hmm. Some offensive firepower that provides something for the future, not like a, we need to buy right now to get something done, you know? Right. In, in a Patrick Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely stinks to see, though. Uh, Patrick Kane, um, I kept completely missed if you even said it, but he was uh, the hip, the hip yep. problems that he had. Yeah. I guess he's been battling the past two seasons. So that's like a. Um, Let's say, yeah, what am I trying to say here? That's like a a business, what am I trying to say? Um, it's definitely a red flag if you're the like New York Rangers GM. Too. Yeah, you're pretty much bringing this guy in and guaranteed he's going to be out for a while. You don't know if he's going to compete again or be the same Patrick Kane. So it just made sense to go with this, uh, ter- with Tarasenko here. So more so a safe 
uh, a safe bet with the the Rangers acquisition. Yeah, so that was pretty big news coming over the waiver wire, and I don't necessarily think that like, you know, he was the the front running guy for you know media attention, but uh, he he seemed like he was definitely being shopped and on the trade block. But to see him go to the Rangers in, in such a big you know package. 50% salary retention, things like that. Like, yeah. This is a pretty cool trade to watch. Right, 100%. Uh, we do have some new signs to cover, too. The New York Islanders signed uh, newly acquired center Bo Horvat to an eight-year, $68 million contract, 8.5 mil AAV. Uh, Horvat would almost immediately play against the Canucks and have a goal and an assist against his former team in that game. Horvat has 33 goals and 24 assists this season. Huge, huge pickup by the Islanders. We talked about him last, uh, last week. Um, yeah, so. basically, last episode kind of got washed because we were like, he kind of needs to get signed, you know, right away for this to make sense. And what, like, before our episode even dropped on Monday, we said we recorded Friday, and over the weekend it was bang, here's your contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. he knew what he was doing over there. Lou Lamorello yeah. signed him up. Mm-hmm. Although he had some shit to talk about. He was just like, yeah, I signed him for way too long for way too much. The little joke that he had in the, yeah. uh, the comments. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a dig at Horvat. It's more of a dig at, like, the expense of the NHL, you know what I mean? Like yeah. eight years is like is almost like a max level contract in the NHL, mm-hmm. and eight mil is becoming like the new standard for you know your 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 top line guys. Right, right. Like you see eight point five mil AAV, and you're like, oh, you know what? That's uh, that's 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 nice for a guy like this. And then something about like ten mil. Ten mil is just like, dude, you gotta. You got to be producing a fuck ton of goals like every, every yeah. Game it's almost like, like a that. bell curve, right? And like eight mil. Once you hit that, that's the peak of like you have a big contract, but fans aren't on your ass to like you know we're overpaying for this guy. He's not producing enough. Right. Once you get into like nine, ten, double digits, people are like, I don't care how much he's putting the puck <laughs> in the back of the net. Like we need more out of him. You know yeah. what I mean? I better be getting hat tricks. Yeah, game. exactly. I need, I, need fu- I, need another, I need another fucking Alexander Ovechkin on the ice. But uh, yeah, I think it was a solid, uh, solid move here for. Um, uh, for Bo Horvat, and I think a solid, solid fit too for Bo after coming from the Vancouver Canucks that uh, we've talked about going through uh, a lot of changes soon, mm. hopefully. So uh, I think Bo's just happy to be on a team that's actually producing and doing well. So that's my take on Bo, and I think uh, I think we're gonna see a bright future from Bo Horvat now with the New York Islanders. I think they're gonna yeah. really help him produce a lot more than he has. Doing well might be a stretch, but yeah, hopefully him being on the team will help bounce them back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, we got the Buffalo Sabers. They signed center Dylan Cousins to a seventy at forty nine point seven million dollar contract, which is seven point one mil AAV. In his third year, Cousins has already, uh, sorry, has already a career high season in both goals and assists, with 17 goals and 26 assists so far. So, uh, racking him up right now this this season, doing really fucking well in his career. And I think uh, Dylan Cousins is a, a good name, solid name. I think you hear you hear it around the league a lot. Um, a, I guess a more so, like not standoutish name but when you hear when you're watching the game and you hear Dylan Cousins you're like oh dude that's a solid fucking player right there that's uh that's the type of guy I see when whenever I see him on the ice yeah I think um seven mil is a bit of an overpayment but when it's mm-hmm. a team like the Buffalo Sabres where the beginning of this season and last season they're shelling out 750k for half their team yeah they're looking at the future and saying we got to lock this guy in you know mm-hmm. 7.1 mil is kind of a lot for a second line center but like you said that's like the sweet spot for this guy you know the spotlight yeah. isn't on him the, the pressure of being overpaid isn't on him yet, and I don't know if it'll get there, but, mm-hmm. you know, being behind a line with, like, Tage Thompson centering it, like, that's the guy that they're spotlighting because of how well he's doing, right, you know? Right, right. Seven years. They, they, got, they got time. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. uh, moving on, we have the Washington Capitals here. They signed left wing Sonny Milano to a three-year deal with $5.7 million, 1.9 mil AAV. Milano is in his second best season with goals and assists, with eight goals and 14 assists so far this season. He had a career-high season last season with the Anaheim Ducks, having 14 goals and 28 assists before signing as a free agent with the Capitals this past October. Uh, Sonny Milano, is a solid pick. I feel like three years, 5.7 mil, like that, that I can get with for a guy like Sonny Milano. I think he's uh, – the, the year that he had – like the Anaheim Ducks last year, I think really showed like what kind of a player Sonny Milano can be, and I don't know if what that's because of the guys around him at the time, but I think Sonny Milano has the capability of being a solid player, and uh, three years is uh, a not 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 a bad look at to see uh, how he does for the next three years. Yeah, it's crazy to me that the third line right winger is getting five point seven mil, but I, I think three years is definitely the right term on this. Mm -hmm. um, I, oh, I'm sorry, it's one point nine mil per season. Mil, yeah. yeah, that's that's good. I think that's the right number. Like five point seven for your third line, that's showing out dough. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, one point nine isn't bad. I think that's the right number for him. You know, you pay your your bottom line league minimum. The next line gets a mil. You know, a mil more, and then. You bump it up, and that's where you start sprinkling the money around in the top right. two lines. Right, exactly. Um, I think Sonny Milano is slotting in very nicely on this team. I think it's good for the future uh, to see him get some touches with Backstrom and Johansson, too. Like, that's pretty nice. Um, they got Dylan Strom centering the line with Ovechkin now, too. So they've shooken up their lines quite a little bit there because of, like, how weird things have gone for the Capitals this season. And their, their like, playoff race is kind of fringy right now. So mm -hmm. it's a good time to, to tinker and play around a little bit and – Get things settled in for before we, you know, get pushing for the playoff race. Right, right, exactly. Um, uh, that's all I got for Sonny Milano. Yeah, I think I just think he's a, uh, a solid guy to have, and mm. I don't think he's going to be in the spotlight anytime soon. But he will be for a. Uh, I think he he he'll be one of those guys for the Washington Capitals for sure. Like a uh, hard hardcore fan, Capitals fan. They'll be like, oh, I know, I know who this guy is. Yeah, it'll be next generation kind of guy. I think you right. know if he sticks around with the team after this three year contract, I could see him taking over for guys like Backstrom, Ovechkin if he gets up there. You know, mm -hmm. right. Uh, moving on, we have a goalie signing here. The Los Angeles Kings have signed goalie Phoenix Copley to a one-year $1.5 million contract. He's currently playing his second most games played in one season with 20 games played since 2018 with the Capitals. He's 15-3-1 with a 2.92 GAA and a .897 save percentage. He's been helping the Kings to their fourth place spot in the Pacific and 12th in the league as Jonathan Quick has been having a rough year with an 8-12-0 record, a 3.41 GAA, and a .881 save percentage. Jonathan Quick not looking good for Phoenix Copley has really stepped in there to really take that uh a shining role for uh, Quick, who's having a rough, rough, rough season. And I think this one-year deal is a, uh, a real solid sign for the LA Kings here. Yeah, I think one year is the right term. Like, we still haven't seen Phoenix Copley prove that he can be an NHL backup, an NHL starter. But mm -hmm. when injury bug, when the injury bug bites a team, he can step in and backfill and be that guy to, you know, stop the gaps and stop the leaks for a little bit until the other guy's fresh and ready. So let's give him another year, give him a few more games in the NHL and see what he can bring to the table next time. Because I say if not, you might have to be moving on from him and, and selling another asset to get another goalie into the mix. Which is a bad 1.5 mil. Like, just that after that one year is not bad. Yep. Make sure you can, there's plenty of teams that would sign him too. Yep. 
Um, and last but not least, well, I guess last, never mind. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers have placed left-wing Kiefer Bellows on waivers. I brought this up mainly because of the name, and then I thought about the 2021 uh, New York Islanders, as we were just talking about the Islanders. Uh, he's more so known for the Islanders, six goals, 13 assists. He was like a big dude, but he has been kind of suffer- suffering uh, this year. Uh, he had one game with the Islanders this season with no, nothing at all. And then he played for the Lee Valley Phantoms for the most of the season. I guess 11, 11 games played, three goals, six assists before going to the Flyers. And, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I assume this yeah. is just a move to put him down on uh, the AHL roster and hopefully he clears. But um, I could definitely see someone picking him up, but I don't know if they will. You know what I mean? Like, it's an option, but I don't know who would really be going for it, you know? Yeah, kind of a – uh, do I want to say bus? Kind of a bus? No, I wouldn't say bus. I'd say fringe guy. He's still he's still young. He has time. Fringy, yeah. Got things uh, to to work on, you know. Yeah, because speaking about the island is uh, drafted in the first round, 19th overall in the 2016 draft. So, yeah, he's only 24. I mean, people look at that and like they think that he's old for the NHL because they're sending guys in that are 18, 19. But like, if you think about a guy that goes to college, goes the college route, plays college hockey, and then comes into the NHL mm-hmm. or AHL, whatever it may take, mm-hmm. he's getting four years of development under his belt. He's growing, and now he's 22 coming into the league yeah. as opposed to 18. So if you look at it like that, if this guy went the college route, which he didn't, um, oh. he would only be two years into the NHL, you know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he had one year at the Boston University. Yeah. That was it, so. Yeah, a lot of guys do that, too, a year and then bounce. Then figure shit out as they go. But, uh, yeah, that's up That's up with the uh, – that's done with the trades and signings, I'm sure. What the fuck's today? January? February? Yeah, it's January, Matt. What the hell's yeah. today? I don't even know what day Today is, is January. <laughs> it's February 10th, so within uh, the past trade deadline, right, like another month or so? Yeah. I think uh, we're going to have a – episode fully committed to some trades and some signs most likely coming soon so but uh you ready to hop into some to some news here yeah we get some injury updates for you guys the new jersey devils are missing jack hughes uh he's currently week to week with an upper body injury he practiced with the devils but would not finish the skate this week Hughes is in his fourth NHL season, having another career high with 35 goals, which is third in the league, and 32 assists, which is second most on the team so far. The Devils are sitting third in the league currently, four points behind the second-place Hurricanes, and this is going to be a tough hit for them. You know, he's really stepped his game up this season. Um, It's going to be challenging for these guys to fill, you know, their top guy in the roster and see who can, you know, be the Malkin to the Crosby and and pick up the, you know, pick up the pace a little bit. Yep, exactly. This is like a few... A few weeks ago, a few episodes ago, when I was talking about the Devils, brought the Devils out. They were like neck and neck with the Boston Bruins this uh, this in the beginning of the season. They just kind of fell apart. But uh, I was saying the boys are going to be all right, and they were. They're climbing right back up, and uh, this is going to be a another mountain to climb or a hill to climb for the New Jersey Devils. Hopefully, they can uh, figure shit out and uh stay stay exactly where they're where they are because it's going to be a big hit if they stop falling down again you know yeah eight one and one in the last uh, 10 games three game win streak this week so i think they're looking all right they might be able to figure it out and get by but um yeah that was a weird skid that they randomly had but to be eight one and one in your last 10 after a losing streak like they were in for a little bit there it's it's a good bounce back already right exactly uh moving on to toronto uh our boy matt murray is on ir and they recall Joseph Wall to back up Samson. I keep saying Samsonoff. They say Samsonoff. So no, it's 50-50. It's I've 50/50. heard the Maple Leafs announcers calling him Samsonoff now, too. Yeah. 
Uh, Mario left with an ankle injury. Mario leaves in the middle of a comeback season. 11-5-2 record, 2.73 GAA, and a .911 save percentage. Joseph Wall is 13-1-0 with the Toronto Marlies this season with a 2.36 GA and a solid .930 save percentage. So uh, Samsonov, Sam- Samsonov has a solid backup with him. Uh, I like Joseph Wall. Uh, I've seen him just a few times, I think, in the NHL, if I'm not mistaken. Or uh, I've just been watching the Toronto Marlies. But I think it's, a, uh, I think it's just a solid goaltender altogether. And uh, it'll be nice to see him have some uh, NHL experience while Matt Murray heals. So... Hopefully he can come back and uh, be fun. Yeah, another college guy went to BC for three years, it looks like, um, then on to the AHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, hasn't really gotten a lot of NHL touch-up, not a lot of time up here. Uh, I'm pretty sure we got to watch him in like the World Juniors in one of those tournaments back in the day. Maybe, he yeah. was playing for, I think, USA. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But, yeah, to see um, Matt Murray go down with injury, that's exactly why I think this team shouldn't have looked to him in the first place. Like I think it was one of their main concerns with him is, is staying healthy, but – um, you know, that's the risk you're going to take. And like you said, he's having a comeback year. So hopefully he can, you know, rest that ankle and come back ready to ready to go and Figure make another up. playoff push and get some more points in the, under the belt. He needs to come back, man. My, my Maple Leafs, they got to they gotta hit the Atlantic. Yeah, they're doing all right. right now. They're doing all right. They're uh, second behind the Bruins by 13 points, but they have the Lightning chomping at their heels behind by two points with a game in hand. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know. But it seems like the point gap is kind of set. Like, the, the Bruins have 25 points on the Panthers, which is the four seed, and only 15 points on the Lightning, mm-hmm. and 13 on the Leafs. So, like, the gap is there to maintain, like, these teams in, in the same playoff matchups. You know what right. I mean? Right. So, like, even if the Lightning hop the Maple Leafs, it's not going to change anything, you know? No. No. Oh, that's weird. Mine, uh, mine changed. Uh, yeah, you're right. It really is. I'm looking at it now. Just like the gap too, at like some at some of these teams, like the gap is just like Jesus. Like there's no, if you can catch up, that'd be just outstanding to see. But not looking good. Yeah, I don't know. But let's move on here to uh, the Florida Panthers. Uh, the Florida Panthers are investigating an incident that occurred between the Lightning fan and Victor E. Rat. Victor E. Rat is the Panthers mascot. Uh, the incident happened last Monday during the Panthers' smoking of the Lightning 7-1. In the video, a man in a blue shirt grabbed and pulled Victor E. Rat's jersey over its head after the mascot launched the fan's jersey into the crowd. The fan then proceeds to shove Victor into a glass divider while an arena usher and another employee look on at the exchange. After standing back up, the fan puts the mascot into a partial chokehold and seemingly begins to shout, Go Bolts! One of the mascots handlers diffused the situation as the man picked up his picked up his tossed jersey and walked out of the seating bowl. Uh, what the fuck is going on in Florida? Just Florida yeah. shit, I guess. Th- this was wild. Obviously, it's a big rivalry. Like, I kind of almost thought that this was staged initially because why why would the mascot get the opportunity to take someone else's fan and throw it? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. someone else's fan's jersey and throw it. I kind of would have thought like it would be either one staged or two like. Yeah, now this rat deserves to get his fucking ass kicked. <laughs> You're not gonna take my hundred and sixty dollar jersey and throw it. Like I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna dummy you. Yeah. What are you gritty? And and the fact that, you know, the the um what do they call them? The handlers, like, just sat there and watched while the guy got his ass kicked. Like, I almost that almost makes me think like, oh, maybe he kinda deserved it. Like maybe you don't do that as a mascot, you know? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Maybe they definitely know. saw her like, uh, I don't know, man. Or maybe they like didn't know if it was staged or not. Like, do we step in? Is this part of a show? Like, you know? What's going on? Yeah. Because yeah. there are, um, 
there are like mascots that do stuff like that too, but get away with it. But I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if like Victory Rat is like known for that. Like if Gritty did it, it would, be, be like, it would make sense. It would kind just of. be Gritty. Yeah, yeah. You know. But like a Philly fan would beat the shit out of him for it too. I bet. Maybe. Yeah. Unless they're just used to it. Did, did you see one? I forget what social media it was, but one of the mascots was like, "Oh, we got a seat upgrade for you," and it's it's the away fan, and they're driving him to a seat upgrade, and it was like, "We never saw that fan again." <laughs> Little did we know. Little did he know we brought him outside of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> just dropped him off. Oh, is that the uh, the Devils? I think so. It was the, funny. Dude, man. that Devils mascot's been all over social media as of late, and I I just don't know his name. Um, because I think I think it's literally just like. New Jersey Devil or some shit. I can't remember his name, to be honest. But he's been uh, popping up over social media, just doing some gritty stuff, too, by the way, just fucking with fans. And, uh, yeah, it was the one where he's on, like, the ATV, like, yeah, the four-wheeler. Yeah. And just, like, just – it was a woman. He just like, drives her out of the arena. Yeah, bye. So fucking good. I mean, it's that's what I like about uh, – I feel like this season especially, I don't know if it's just social media. I honestly don't know if it's social media, like, really coming to life here, but – I think uh, mascots, just in general, are really helping with, like, uh, fan interaction and really getting not, well, social media going, too, and, like, fans wanted to go there to see if, like, a mascot's going to, like, fuck with them or you can see it on the Jumbotron, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. that would be fun. Um, but you want to move on to this next one? Uh, can you read that, by the way? I got it up on my phone, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Florida Panthers, Spencer Knight's new mask is just incredible. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, I'm the looking at it now. artwork was designed by children at Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital down in Florida, and it's basically got, like, you know, just, just kids' drawings, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, it's just so so cool to see, and it brings such a spotlight to it, too. It's yeah, cool. it's really cool. Like, it's all, like, drawings, too. Go Panthers, 30, Knight with it. Someone, uh, some kid drew the uh, Panthers, what was that, the third? logo right there yeah it came out really nice it looks really like someone sick. drew a weed leaf on the other side yeah <laughs> you see that <laughs> yeah. like a big i think it's one of those plants in florida but there's just like a giant sun and then like just a straight pot leaf on the side I don't, someone drew like a bunch of blue there too actually i, I kind of like that oh, someone wrote fuck up. you spencer on it oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it came out uh beautiful i love how they do this did someone put a ghost there is that a ghost in the back oh, yeah plate? lizard the gecko oh yeah maybe like a lizard yeah you're right but uh, yeah, I, I love masks like this. I love um, I love when they do that. Like I, th- I think it's just so cool that uh, goalies can do that. And um, like like I think goalies too, just in general. Although hockey players in the NHL are able to do it too. But I think goalie gear, just in general, you mo- you're able to be more creative, like with your gear. You're able to do a lot with it and like show yourself a lot more with it. So like on the mask, like um, who was it? Was it Roberto Luongo? I think like the year before he retired. Was that Ryan Miller? It was one of those. Fuck, I'm thinking about a bunch of old goalies now that might have done it. But like their kids drew, um, their kids drew something, and then he put it on the mask itself. I'm like, damn, that's really fucking that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. No, I didn't know. Um, I think I showed you uh, Linus Olmark, Linus Olmark, whatever. I didn't realize he. Uh, you know how like Vasilevsky has like his uh, Vasilevsky. Um, icon or logo that he puts like in his gear mm-hmm. i didn't know uh linus puts like two like bear logos like he's got one like on his mask i believe and like he's got another one like on his blocker so like when he looks down on his blocker there's two bears and Dude, it, you said beer the first time what you said beer the first time is bear? it bear it's a bear is it a bear or a beer bear why why there's two beers on the fucking like two beers? No, not not these beers. Like Jesus the Christ, bears. dude. 
What? That's not good. You're like the guys in Baltimore trying to say that Aaron earned an iron earned. Aaron earned, he earned. Oh, yeah. Just like, yeah. is that what it really sound like? <laughs> That's you. Bear. Bear. Bear naked. Bear naked ladies. Bear. Bear. Beer. Ear. Say Bear. ear. 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 Bear. Bear. I don't know. This is terrible content for the fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. You're the one who brought it so up. So he has two be- bears? Yeah, but it represents uh, both, of his, both of his kids, which okay. is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like some stuff that just like, hey, when I'm like away all the time, like I looked at him like, okay, that's yeah. That's great. So that's pretty cool. I should do the same thing, but with two beers. Because like I could be like, I can't wait to have a beer with the boys when I'm done on the ice <laughs> in the locker room. Have a couple Corona premieres. You need to get one of those like... Um, Drinking caps and put it over yeah. your mask and get like the straw through. Until someone cage. fucking snipes a uh, beer right off my oh, head. Oh God, it's gonna happen. <laughs> and then you covered in covered in beer for the rest of the game. Too. Try to chug them before like second period. Just be fucking oh. hammered on the ice. That'd be fun. I've seen it. It's Atta disgusting. Not a boy. But uh, let's 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 move past all this Boston talk because. I can't stand you right now. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Calgary Rasmus Anderson is day-to-day after being hit by a vehicle while scootering to dinner in Detroit. The flame said Anderson was transported to Detroit, receiving hospital for testing, and fortunately was released a short time later because hockey players can get hit by anything and be fine. But uh, it's good. I guess he really claimed that um, alcohol was not involved in any party, so there was no drunk driving. Uh, apparently he was going uh, – He's on a scooter going past, like, a, a crosswalk, and that's when he got hit. But uh, it's good that he's fine. Um, what did we learn from this? Don't don't use scooters. Don't fucking ride a scooter ride as a, a grown man. Don't ride a scooter as a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen those electric ones that people can, like, rent oh, around the city? God. Those things bother me. Dude. I'm like, no, I, w- I will not do that. Dude, no. Fucking Boston's the goddamn worst. Yeah. Like, I already, the bikes make sense. The bikes are cool. I already hated bikes. I already hate bikes just in general. But there's guys on, like, those electric scooters are just, like, They'll be right in front of you, like, at a red light. I'm like, go on the sidewalk. All right, the scooters, yeah, those don't belong in the road. Those yeah. are sidewalk and, like, bike lane. That's yeah. it. Well, if you're – I don't know. I just – I can't stand either one of them. just can't. <laughs> I, when I, I used to ride my bike all the time. and all, Like, when I rode my bike, I was always on the sidewalk because who's going to win? Me and the bike that's, like, what? Uh, like, all together make maybe 300 pounds versus a car that's fucking 1,500 pounds. Like, who, who's, who's going to win? Yeah, but, like, legally, I think they're not supposed to be on the sidewalk because I was always the same way. Like, you should ride on the sidewalk, and you should ride against traffic so you can see the cars that are coming at you, but that's both wrong. You're supposed to be in the road going with traffic, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because any time I needed to be on the street, it did exactly what you did. You did, so I could see a car coming my way. I know where to go. Yeah. But you have to go with it. Yeah, you're supposed to go with the traffic. That's why, like, you know, you're driving down the street, the cyclists are going with you, parked in front of you. I have, I have strong opinions about bikes. Nice. I don't want to talk about it, though. So, you want to move on? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, let's what? move on. <laughs> Another uh, little incident went viral in the stands this weekend, uh, or this week, I should say. Uh, Dallas Stars fan just getting smoked in the mouth uh, for running his mouth in the, the lower bowl. And this guy is an absolute clown. <laughs> There's Someone made a meme about him. And he's, like, in between periods, you know, commercial TV break. They're going to timeout. He's got his hood up. He pulls it off, and he's got a mullet, and he, like, shreds it out or everything. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then, like, ten minutes later, he's yelling at some guy, and his mullet looks like crap. And he gets just bodied, punched in the face, laid out, and then gets gets right back up. So props to him for that. But, like, dude, if you're having a fight in the hockey stands, you're, like, 
a piece of shit. Like yeah. no one should. No one. No one. No. It's just, just useless. That's like that's lower bowl too. Like that's 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 like balcony yeah, type that's, stuff. That's nosebleed type. You shit. don't do that when you're down like six rows from the glass. When you ham it, that's the type of shit you see when you're shit faced off of like a twenty dollar ticket. It was the Bruins versus Canadians back in the day. And you just... Those balcony fights are dangerous, though, because, like, one guy goes down, and it's, like, oh, man. straight Ew. down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just kind of a uh, – I, I texted you. Oh, <clears throat> the uh, – there's a post that I sent you that had, like, frame by frame, and I think that was, like, the best because, like, you just see, like, slow fists just, like – and then just, like, they hit in the face. There's a dude in the background in a blue hoodie, like – doesn't react at all. Just watches it. Just straight face. <laughs> he's like, okay. Like, the dude just got smoked in the face. And he has no reaction. He's just like, wow. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's what he wanted. Just like, yeah. oh, thank God. This is coming. <laughs> but, dude, just, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I the more I, I stopped and, like, really, like, try to figure out what the hell is going on. And someone on social media, hey, something happened, like, the like right before the game. And uh, I guess he was, like, talking shit before the game on social media. And the way he was talking, I was looking at him like, God, like, he's, he's one of those guys that has, like, a punchable face. And I was like, that's that's probably exactly what happened. It's a haircut. It's a haircut. The <laughs> mullet, the flow, just like, oh, just just get rid of it, will you? Yeah, I tell you what, I would not want to get laid out on one of those fucking rows of plastic seats. Oh. Like, your back falling on any any section of that sucks. Broken spine. It sucks to sit on, never Broken mind spine. get... Get fucking laid out on. You know Mortal Kombat, like when you're, you're when you're playing, and it just like cuts to like an X-ray vision of yeah, like your yeah. bone just shattering. <laughs> that's like that's exactly what's gonna happen if you fall on one of those. Oh, brutal. I I, I hope um, more more comes of it because this just happened last night or the night before, yeah. right? Yeah. So hope uh, hope we find more on it. It'll be uh, just to see what the hell. Should write that happen. down for next week, right, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> We're all done with the NHL news, though, but we do have a familiar face making a, an appearance at the NHL Network. Bruce Boudreaux is going to be joining them as a studio analyst once again. Nice. He previously worked there from August 2020 to December 2021 after his time with the Minnesota Wild. And I, I did really enjoy having him in there. Like, I feel like you get like a different side of him when he's an analyst versus a coach. Like, it's way less stress, you know what I mean? Just shooting the shit, talking, you know? He had the happy uncle for uh, when he was in there, man. Just like the happy-go-lucky... I, I still remember one of my favorite clips was like last. God, it's been a full summer already. Like it was last summer when uh, th- they're at the draft, and a uh, wrestler from the WWE, Kevin Owens, just comes out of left field, and he goes Bruce, and then he goes like, "Oh my God!" Like just acting like an absolute child. Because you're like my favorite wrestler of all time. Like, man, I can't wait to see him. He's already there, but I can't yeah. wait to see like highlights of him or just like watch him in general. I think it's gonna be an absolute like sunshine. Like bright light. I want them to just put it all out there right when he gets in and just, you know, let's get all this Vancouver Canucks stuff, wash our hands, be done with it. But like, put it out there a little bit. Like, I want to see what he says, you know? Right. Especially when something comes up with the Vancouver Canucks. I kind of want to be like, one day, one day he's just going to fucking let loose. I I just want him to, you know, clear the air before he starts. And I want to hear what he has to say about Mm -hmm. it all. Can you imagine, can you imagine John Tortorella? If the NHL Network is just like, fuck it, you know, say whatever you want, just like biz. Well, they had him on, and, and he kind of did, at, at, like, with certain takes, and it was just kind of like hot take, old school hockey kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't think that we should have this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, right. So, but, yeah, the stuff that biz does, he's getting whacked for in the wallet, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And he's getting players in trouble, too. It's so funny, like, because they're just shooting the shit with biz, and they realize, oh, yeah, I can't say that word, like, after the fact. 
Uh, funny. One thing I just recently saw was uh, he was talking to someone. Wasn't he interviewing someone on the ice? And Biz was like uh, chirping him and just like, fuck, who was it? Was it? Three, it was Condre, four times. Was it Keandre Miller? I think it's Keandre Miller. And then he's like, oh, no, it was Reeves. It was Ryan Reeves. And he's like, they're just talking shit. And he goes, like, I'll drop the gloves. And he goes, you're going to get back on the ice for me to do it. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get rough and rowdy going for those two to be a, a headliner when Reeves is done in the NHL. That'd be sick. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. I love I love Revo. That's going to – man, man. It's like they have, like, so many, like, good choices to, like, choose from. And I feel like they always make, like, a great, like, decision. I don't think anybody in, like, like – like TSN or NHL Network or uh, TNT, I feel like they haven't really made any like bad moves. Like they'll try to like put someone in there, try it out, but for the most part, it's like a name that you're like, oh yes, like I can't wait to see like his insight on. Stuff. Yeah, Kevin Hayes is getting in the mix too, just because he's a riot and you know mm-hmm. the the loose air that Biz and and Liam honestly runs it so well, but uh, the loose air that they bring to the table, you know, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I was watching uh, something on. Um, I don't know if it's an in, in, interview, but it was Kevin Hayes and it was uh, um, what the fuck's his name, uh, Keith Yandel, having like a little conversation. I'm like this is hysterical. Like, yeah, Yans was mic'd up as like an interviewer at the uh, All Star game. I don't know who he was working for or with. I think it might have been um, TNT. And I'm sorry, it wasn't Hayes that's working. It's Yandel. I got that wrong. Uh, Yandel's the one that's going to be working with TNT on the broadcast side. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I, 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 well, I didn't think you meant like when he like littered. Yeah, yeah, my bad. But. No, it was, it was Yandel. I get the mix up because they're both just like close friends. They're wicked tight and they're fucking hilarious. I don't know what Yandel's doing now. Is he back in Boston? Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's kicking around. Like I said, he's gonna be working for TNT on the broadcast team, so he's bouncing so around. So he's bouncing around yeah. right now. Yeah, cool. Uh, all right, so we got a few more uh, topics of news to get to, and uh, this one's, this one was an interesting uh, bit of news this week. I don't know if anyone's heard it. The Vermilion. Vermilion County Bobcats of the SPHL have announced that they are ceasing all op- operations immediately, and this was earlier this week. They did not even show up to their own home game where fans and the other teams showed and were ready for the game but had no one to face. Uh, the Bobcats have only been around for two years but had lost 77 out of the 86 total games. Uh, that would reduce the number of the teams to from 11 to 10 in the SPHL. So at least even teams now. But, dude, imagine, like, two years and you suck that bad that, like, in the middle like middle day where you have, like, a game at 7 o'clock at night, they're just like, eh, we're, we're done. Yeah, they just shores you them. If you can't win, don't play. Don't play. <laughs> Get pumped five goose for the 20th loss of the campaign. <laughs> Get pumped five goose for the 77th loss of the campaign. That's nuts. Oh, that's that, dude, how you suck. Like, that's that's bad. That's that's a brutal. That's wild. And, like, that was, that was the main thing last week. Like, we knew that they didn't show up for the game, but there was no real news about it, so we didn't put it in. But mm-hmm. this week it was kind of speculation that, like, all right, that doesn't usually happen unless, like, the club's fucking done, you know, and right. that's exactly what, what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. I, um, I just... So weird. I've heard of, I guess I've kind of heard of this happening, but nothing like as crazy as this. I think that's why it took. Uh, You've took heard over. of what happening? Like the team not showing like, up? No, just like teams in general, just like out of nowhere, just like ending, just be like, hey, we're just like we're done. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard of that, but nothing like this where it really took over the internet like the day of. And like the league really not knowing either since like the team showed up and like everyone just showed up. The uh, league and back office probably knew. And then like. The team knew, and and that was it. They were like, "Fuck that, we're not going." Then right. you know, um, yeah. It's just what the fuck was I gonna say to that? Uh, it's just it's just kind of wild. It it sucks. I think uh, I I saw this and kind of thought of uh, Yarmir Yager because like this is the type of shit that uh, 
I wouldn't say exactly what would happen to Yaga's team, but like if Yaga was like to quit, it would be something like this along the lines of this. We're just like, hey, we know the money. We gotta fucking we gotta fold this team, and now all these players for this team now are just kind of like, the hell do we do now? Like mm. I can't imagine that day where. The management just like, hey, we're just folding right now. Yeah, like, I, I think the goal for Yager is to get enough, you know, obviously people are buying tickets to go see him, but to get enough people involved with the team, with the league, to stick around after he's done there and be like, I'm a fan of this team now because of him, you know what I mean? So that right. it'll be self-sustaining, and when he does hang him up, like, the team will be good without be good. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, kind of wild news here for the uh, the once Vermilion County Bobcats. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, so that's the last bit of information, last bit of news that I had. Um, and the only reason why I put this in here was uh, Jake Burton. And, uh, I saw the name. And I'm like, why does this guy sound familiar? Probably because he's uh, related to Jake Vertanen. That was Burton. That was. Oh, it's Vertanen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did I say Vert? Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, more crazy news coming uh, from uh, another team here: e- EHC Visp of the Swiss League have suspended Jake Vertanen and have offered him up for trade after multiple teammates were reportedly fed up with the selfish attitude and gave man- management a him-or-us ultimatum. Uh, Vertanen had 14 goals and 11 assists in 21 games played, which isn't bad, really. Uh, and then this is where I found it. The ex-Vancouver Canuck had his contract bought out in July of 2021 after a sexual misconduct allegations were made toward him. Uh, but he was found not guilty of those allega- uh, allegations in July of 2022. But after the, his contract uh, was up, he kind of bounced around uh, the Europe League. So, um, kinda, The Swiss League is hard to get into, too. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird how... What am I trying to say? It's kind of weird how this comes up. Like, this, when he was in the NHL with the Vancouver Canucks, like, there was no talk about this. I don't know if, like, there were um, senior guys there that they're just, like, really shutting him down. But um, to have a guy like this, uh, a player like this, where, like, your entire team goes up to management and be like, listen, like, this guy fucking sucks. Like, I just, like, I don't care that he's scoring all these goals. Like, He's literally the shorty of the group, and it's him or us. It's just like he's the guy that just like gets up and he goes, you, 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 <laughs> you're all terrible. <laughs> just like, you know, just actual shorty in real life, Jake Vertanen. Yeah, I guess so. So um, I don't know, man. So I'll be interested to see if he goes anywhere. I think with a resume like that or something like that looming around you, I feel like a lot of teams might be like, eh. But there are some teams that look at stats instead and be like, "Fuck it, let's let's see what happens." Yeah, it is just tough having like a locker room, you know, bad guy in a sense. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously, you know, it's not speculation if the whole team's like, "It's we can't play with this guy." Mm-hmm. Um, so to have, to bring a guy in that can play your locker room like that, like this will probably be the last we see of him in, in a professional league. Um, he'll still obviously have the itch to play and play somewhere, but that sucks. Um, maybe he can turn it around and convince a team to take him on and take a risk on him. But right. Maybe get some, maybe figure shit out. And yeah, not be a, a douche. It's a tough way to uh, end your hockey career too. If if he doesn't get on a team, oh god, that sucks. Can you imagine that's like a that's a fall in half too. Yeah, like over Canucks NHL to just like this, just like that's yeah, that's a swan dive right there. Um, but um, that's all I got for this week. To be honest, uh, kind of like a, a little slow week. We had a, like a bunch of games, but this is actually post uh, the All Star break too. So everything's like kind of getting back to the swing of things as well. Um, did you 
have you been playing a lot like lately? I feel like every time I text you or something like that, like you're just like doing like a hockey, hockey, seven o'clock in the morning, hockey, eight o'clock at night. I'm like, uh, fuck yeah, you yeah, a little bit, not like a lot, a lot. I don't think. Um, I mean, I do the Sunday night pickup. I do Tuesday in the morning, and then my league game. Mm-hmm. And then I think like the last couple of weeks I, I picked up one or two extra. So yeah, that, that one did get a lot there. But um, you know, no game this Sunday because of the Super Bowl. I'll do my Tuesday six a.m. and I got a Wednesday night. Uh, I told one of uh, one of the supervisors at my company that if he ever needs a goalie, give me a shout. And he seemed like he might be giving me a call soon. So <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. I'm actually trying to um, go back right now. This morning you told me it was like the Rangers versus Kraken. And what did I? What did I say? You picked the Rangers, and yes, it was a six to three final. So twenty more push-ups, uh, which yeah. means that you get to pick the game for tomorrow, and I get to pick the team. Nice. So you know, what? fuck, I'll do that right now because we've been doing a lot a, of games to pick tomorrow. Yeah, we've been doing a hell of a job finding like uh, evenly evenly matched teams. That's the only way to do it because if you pick the one that like there's like clearly one team to pick, the mm-hmm. the guy that's picking is uh, gonna take it. You know? Right. Exactly. Like, um, oh, I think I already found one to be honest. Um. Sorry, I got really roped into what I was thinking. Um, I think I'm gonna do that one. But uh, I think to this mo- this morning when you sent me over the uh, the Rangers is cracking. I think that was the hardest one I had. To be honest, I was looking at both like who's out, who's injured. Have they seen each other this season? No, this is the first time they're seeing them. This this is the first time they're seeing each other this season. Like. Oh fuck! And they're like they're both good teams. That was Flames Red Wings the other night. Fled Red- first time they saw Red each Wings other. Too, yeah. yeah. Well, and and this oh, did the Kraken already see each other? I don't know, I don't know that, but I know for sure the Flames Red Wings had it. Gotcha, but uh, yeah, it's been uh, fun. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, we started this like two weeks ago, and this poor bastard keeps losing. So uh, it's every, every- I, I got two in on you though. Yeah. I, I started to bounce back a little bit. Yep. Um, we so, haven't kept a tally though. We should have started a tally, but I gotta. Yeah, it's, it's too far. It's, it's all in the DM, but I gotta. I gotta really go back. I've been wanting to do it. And I feel like every day we're just getting pushed uh, back and back. But I, I really get it back in there and just see. However, there's one game. What was the game that the absolute comeback? Where just like I was texting like, ah, fuck, I'm going to owe you 20 push-ups. And like an hour later, I'm like, ha-ha, we came back. Yeah, it was the Hurricanes that had the comeback. They were down 4-1 to one with like five minutes yeah, left. Yeah, that was They came it. back and won in overtime. But I think it was over the Kings in overtime, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> what we've been doing for everyone who doesn't know is um, – so every day, the loser of last, the night before his game picks uh, the winner. The winner of the game that I keep forgetting. The this. winner of the game that we do it on gets to pick the game for the next day. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for example, Matt picks the Canucks versus the Red Wings game. He's picked the game now. I have to pick the team, and he goes against whatever I say. And the loser has to do twenty push-ups. If you win, you get to pick the game, and if you lose, you get to pick which team. So. I like it. So I call it drop and give me twenty. <laughs> it's actually pretty interesting. I, I kind of been wanting to put it on Instagram. I'm more on Instagram than anything. If uh, any of the listeners don't go on, I'm Mad Dog Matt forty four M A D. Could always do it from the post to post podcast Instagram. You know. Yeah, true. I kind of <laughs> just stopped going on. <laughs> That's I, nice. I got more. Uh, I got more feedback from my. From my Instagram that I did uh, the podcast, so I guess yeah. like switched over there. But yeah, that's not good though. You're that's... you're promoting yourself and not the podcast. You need to promote the podcast. Yeah, I probably should do that. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, what was the fuck was I gonna say? It just so the twenty push-ups were brought up because ten seems way too easy and twenty is 
pretty difficult. 20 does get to a point, and I especially for Chris, that uh, when you're doing them every night, uh, that oh, yeah. like, I don't want to fucking do it anymore. No, it just means that I'm fucking nasty at push-ups now. I can just bang them out. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first day, the first night I lost, I was just like, oh, shit, 20 push-ups. But I felt good because I haven't had to do them. It was that second loss in a row that I'm like at the gym, like, all right, all the time do it. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. And, like, you get to, like, the 13 mark, especially when you don't do push-ups often, and you're just like, God damn it, like, just going to fucking push through. Yeah. And then we had some plan for the playoffs, but we had a – we got to figure that shit out because your plan kind of is absolutely fucking ruthless. But that's why point. it's good. I don't think it's one. My plan, I think, is you pick your team for the seven-game series, and that's it. And you don't. It doesn't. You don't impact the other guy. Like, for example, if the Avalanche and Panthers are playing each other in the playoffs, I'm just looking at tomorrow's schedule. Mm-hmm. If they're playing in the playoffs and we both pick the Avalanche, that's fine. But if the Avalanche lose, however many games it goes, that's how many sets of twenty push-ups we have to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that was going to be speaking about uh, uh, Avalanche. That's the other one to pick. So Colorado Avalanche versus the Florida Panthers. Perfect. I'll take the Avalanche. Thank you very much. <laughs> Owe me 20 push-ups tomorrow. <laughs> Florida Panthers is going to fucking. All right. Look at, look at you cocky over there. Dude, no problem. No no way are the Panthers taking that one down. Panthers are going to fucking win. Look at that. Three-game win streak, 6-2-2 two, and two in their last 10 for the Panthers. Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche. 7-2-1 and one in their last 10, but on a two-game losing streak. Florida's home, too. Yeah. Home game. Home game advantage, buddy. Yeah, right. So I like to pick, uh, I like to pick the close uh, close game. So Colorado Avalanche currently is 27-19-4, and, and Florida Panthers are 26-22-6. Uh, and six. So it's, it's, uh, it's those close ones that really, really get you. Like, if I was to pick, there was one here that I saw right away. I'm like, no, fuck no. It was uh, very What's this shitty ass team that I just found? Oh, here we go. It was uh, Columbus Blue Jackets versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. Imagine, imagine that. Like, obviously, you want to go Toronto Maple Leafs. You uh, might. What do you mean? You you'd might. Go, you'd go Columbus Blue Jackets. I don't for that like game? the Leafs. I don't like the Leafs in that one. Wow. It's a home bar, and they're going automatic, to Columbus. They're automatic, in Columbus, right? Automatic loss. They're automatic in Columbus, right? Loss. It's like you want to lose now at this point. Are they in Columbus? Uh, let me let me look. <clears throat> That's vile. Uh, Scotiabank Arena. No, they're in Toronto. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was going to say, if they were in Columbus, I would double down. And take oh, it. yes. They could do se- a season series. Oh, yeah. So, last time they saw each other was February. Oh, that was tonight. What the fuck? Toronto oh, smoking 3 so, nothing, right? Yeah, smoking 3 nothing. So, so, they play again tomorrow. Ooh. Oh, they were in Columbus tonight. That's why I got it confused. Oh, it's a home and home. Oh, damn. So, they play tomorrow, too. <laughs> I don't know. That would have been. Oh, fuck. That would have been more interesting. Back-to-back games, would, uh, that'd be curveballs right there because you know they're not playing the same goalie again, which means if Maple Leafs played Samsonov uh, Sam tonight, that means Joseph Wall, who hasn't played, gets the fucking start, and maybe eh, Columbus. You never know. I mean, back-to-back isn't bad, him. especially when um, your starting goalie's out, you know. Maybe yeah. have the backup get some more reps in. Hmm. It's all, it's all perspective. Yeah. That's it. Um, but want to uh, – Want to call it? Throw some nips in there? Yeah. Let's have some uh, little Dr. McGillicuddy's to go with our Corona premieres, if you don't mind. Dad. You're welcome, son. Everyone, uh, head on over to post2postpod.com. Check out our merch wheel. Buy some nice stuff. We get some hoodies. We get some T-shirts. We get some winter hats for you if it's still cold where you are. 60 degrees out here today. Pretty nice. We still got the heater going at midnight, though. Uh, if anyone wants to know what New England weather is like, uh, we, this is a perfect example. Uh, last... 
Last, last week it was negative 108, according to Matt, and this week it's 95. Dude, la- last what week. What about the wind? The wind uh, what's the opposite of wind chill? Uh, negative wind chill. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> last, so last week, if you watched like, the videos, Chris has like his hoodie on. When I'm wearing two, I actually was watching myself when I was editing. I was just like, oh, it doesn't seem that bad. I was wearing like two hoodies. I was like thermal and everything. It was fucking freezing. It was at one point, well, so we recorded Friday and it was like negative 10 or some shit. The next night, two, we were over here drinking and it was like, it was even fucking colder that mm-hmm. night. So I went from like negatives and like one of the coldest on record in Boston at some parts. To, Sunday, uh, Sunday was like 40, I think, right? Got yeah, back up to and like, 40. No, oh, it wasn't Monday. Monday grew up to 40, and now like a week later from that Friday, which is this Friday, it's like 60-degree weather. It's just like, holy shit, the turn, you know? Oh, yeah. Weather's crazy, bro. Wild. But uh, let's go. Let's, let's take this dip. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, bud. Oh. Damn. These hit different. I don't know. McGillicuddy's doing something weird. Friday beers hit different. I guess so. So, yeah, so. So, so yeah, so. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's all we got. Again, uh, if anyone wants, go to postpostpod.com uh, for all our merch, and we have a bunch of stuff on there. On the, actually, weren't we talking about doing, like, a blog up there, too? Going to get some time to do that. And... Uh, <laughs> There's no fucking time right now to do anything right now. But, um, yes, and, uh, again, I want to thank everyone um, at Corona for sponsoring us. This is our first episode with them, and we hope to have uh, a lot more a lot more episodes uh, with the sponsor for Corona Premier. These things are awesome, by the way. I was drinking this throughout the pod here. 2.6 grams, if you're watching yourself, 2.6 grams of carbs and only 90 calories per one. And, uh, again, smooth, smooth as shit. So real, I really liked it through uh, – Throughout this episode, yeah, so. you can drink a whole twelve pack, and it's like half a day's worth of food. And then you still got room for dinner later. <laughs> still got room for dinner. It's, it's not like a Guinness where you drink one one. Uh, Guinness one actually, yeah, uh, not not too high on the calorie chart too. I think it's maybe a buck ten. It's not really. Too, yeah, it's not as bad as you think. Why Everyone is it thinks filling? it's so heavy. It's not that filling. You don't think so? No, no. It's a it's a common misconception. You don't drink a lot of Guinness. The extra stout's filling. <clears throat> the pub draft. Is that not. might be what I get because you do. Yeah, whenever, you get the short ones. Short stubbies. Whenever I don't like the cans. Like uh, mm-hmm. whenever when I go out, um, like at the bar, uh, and they have Guinness on tap. Like All right, I'll do that. Yeah. And like halfway through, I'm just like, oh mm-hmm. god. Like, I feel like you're like you're eating like a dinner, like a meal no. just in general. No way. It's good. No. But yeah, thank you again to Corona Premier for sponsoring us. They are our presenting sponsor. This week's episode is brought to you by Corona Premier. Check them out. Go buy them at your local packy. Check out postpostpod.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If there's anything you want to see us cover next episode, let us know. Our links are in the description, and we'll see you all next week. Next week. Bye, guys. Peace.